Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl Sapphire. It feels good to be back. Let me just say this right now. Taking a month off, a lot has happened. I, I'm in spooky mode. You know, it's Bluetober. I'm wearing my Dodger gear head to toe. I'm watching my game as I have my guest with me. And you know suit and tie moved in so you know we're just blissfully moving in together it's a mess downstairs and i'm going crazy happy sunday y'all we are back your eargasms are back on a sunday night and i am so excited to bring my girl nita and she is from a black owned yes i'm gonna reiterate it again a black owned luxury pleasure line by the name of Lux Mio. Nita, welcome, 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 girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm excited to have you because, I mean, from one kinkster to another, and I feel like you're a little bit more kinky than I am because I am not what they call a pain slut. And I was reading the bio of what inspired you with this beautiful company. And I'm like, oh, cuffs, sex, oh, this. Oh, okay. It's real kinky up in here. <laughs> but walk us through this journey. Like, what started Luxmio for you? Like, what inspired you to really take on, you know, an industry that one, as we've, you know, definitely, I could say that we probably both have experienced is the lack of representation especially for black women out there who really want to tap in to their sexuality but do not have an outlet to go to because a lot of spaces are not safe spaces you know there's not you know you go to a sex store and the representation is not always behind the counter and it might not be the greatest store to be like i want to explore my sexuality with i actually realized that it just wasn't a lot of representation out there um, not just in the sense of being black, but also just size inclusive. And the reason why is because if you're looking at brands that are more high scale, what ends up happening is you order something and then you're like, well, now I'm out of money because, well, it doesn't fit. And that's only because it might've gone up to 12 or 13 inches versus somebody who might need 18 inches just to wear a collar. And then you're just like, well, great. I'm down like $170 now. Absolutely. So that's like we started. Absolutely. I, you know, that's my biggest annoyance too. It's like you go to these stores and you drop, like you said, hundreds, some people drop thousands of dollars and it's like, it's not customer satisfaction guaranteed and like minded places don't always just take a sex toy and return it. You know, they'll give you like store credit. They'll be like, oh, well you can up your size, but what if it doesn't fit my body? What if it doesn't suit my person? Because not every sex toy out there caters to everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, people like myself, I like to use sex toys, but also you gotta remember that your body is a sex toy. Your fingers, your mouth, your legs, your legs, yes, are a sex toy. When you're having sex with a female and you might not have the dildo or the vibration on on deck, maybe you have a partner that doesn't prefer penetration, you gotta use you gotta use something else. You gotta use part of your body to kinda, you know, get that part that person off. I don't know about you, Nita, but um when it comes to sexuality, like where you stand are you fluid with your sexuality are you gay straight bi where do you where do you slide on the scale sure so i consider myself more fluid um i would say i prefer women more however i like to also realize that i don't like to limit my experiences so if somebody's just awesome and we click we click i love it i don't know about you but like like you said with the personalities the bodies the mind that's what gets me off the most mm -hmm. it's that brain talk dirty to me set up a scene give me a scenario and i'm like i'm good to go 
Same, same. So good to go. And I'm looking at your site and again, you offer more of a like high end luxury type um, of sex toys. Like right now you got gold cups I see on your line and you have these sex dye that to me look like ice cubes. I'm like, even the cuffs, looking at the cuffs, they're clear. What made you just make these aesthetics, you know, to make it a little bit more less cheap and more like, again, a luxury brand where it seems like you can wear this out mm-hmm. and people wouldn't know. It Was that like the whole, was that your whole thought process when you first said, I'm going to jump into this and offer this? Or was it just kind of like, you know what, this just works? Yeah, so my whole viewpoint on sex toys, especially when it comes to like, your gear, whether that's your collars, your cuffs, et cetera, is more so like, it's accessories to me. Like, it's like jewelry. So, or more so jewelry to my lingerie or what I have on or what I don't have on. And that's, <laughs> but yeah, like whether it's gold, silver, rose gold, gunmetal, like I love how it can enhance and make what I'm wearing look even better. Mm. I honestly... I've never personally wore cuffs other than like fuzzy cuffs when I'm being um, domed by my my partner's suit and tie. Um, we, you know, I'm not, like I said before, I'm not like a paint slut really. And I do very minimal, like I'm very, I would say that I am kinky in my own right and way, but I know that he has other submissives that he's more intense with, but looking at these, I'm like, Ooh, I would love to experience being cuffed in these gold cuffs, for instance, because again, I could walk out to a play party or I could just go out on a night on the town. And these just look like a beautiful little accessory that I don't have to necessarily have to put together, but I could just wear them as bracelets almost. Mm-hmm. I love that. Now, have you also thought about going into doing like nipple clamps and expanding beyond, you know, the dye and the cuffs? Because these are great. But I'm like, damn, I wonder what she could do with nipple clamps. Because I want to, I want to find a nipple clamp. Since we're talking about sex toys tonight, I want to personally try nipple clamps for nipples like that I have that are more inverted. I like to say my nipples are selective. <laughs> okay, they're very selective and sensitive of who they come out to. Like every bit of me has come out of the closet except these damn nips. It's like they just have a mind of its own. It doesn't matter how aroused I am. And people are like, "Ooh, I think you will look great with nipple clamps." I'm like, "Well, too bad one nipple says, "Hey, let's party," and the other one's like, "Nah, bitch, I'll see you tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, actually, I I am planning on expanding it. Mm-hmm. So initially, we wanted to do like uh, I wanted to do like collections, right? And they were going to come in small, medium, and large. And the large one actually has gold nipple clamps. Oh, oh, okay. I'm picturing this in my head right now. Okay, okay. So it's all like all of the the collections are basically like based off of like your experience level and mm-hmm. what you're interested in. And so essentially the small one would start out with just cuffs and your collar and then in the dice. And then the other would be like your cuffs, your collar, a couple of toys and dice. And then if it gets more advanced, it would become where it comes with like your collar, your cuffs, your dice, your lube, your condoms, your toys, nipple clamps, Benoit balls, all of that. So speaking of Benoit balls, I'm getting a feel that you definitely have taken some sex toys to another level in a non-sexy setting. Of course. Where's the, <laughs> where's the craziest place that you've brought the sex toys and just like, maybe you were just like, you know what, I don't even know if I'm going to get this sex tonight, but I want to get myself off in a just whole different setting. Like, where have you taken your sex toys? The craziest place I've actually had my sex toys was at work. Um, wait, 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 what? Yeah, and and that's because like, so because I, because one of my favorites are the Vesper by Love Crave mm-hmm. and it's a vibrator and it's really discreet. So I literally have worn that to work before and 
most people just don't know that that's what it is. Um, <laughs> Have you had like the coworker be like, oh, girl, I, I got the same one in rose gold. No, I wish that would have been funny. Um, <laughs> oh, I wish. No, most of the time, like people are like, is that a nail? Why do you have a nail? And I'm like, it's a necklace. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And it does things, but it's a necklace. Um, it's and the other was me wearing my handcuffs that do look like bracelets um, before. And yeah, most of the time it was like at work or like just out and about randomly. Honestly, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Honestly, I feel like these, like the whole new luxury sex toy line, lines all over the the field have been stepping up the game of where it makes it a little bit more comfortable for you know I don't want to say the freaks and kinks, but you know for the more sex positive and open individuals out there to really just let their freak flag fly fly without being judged. Because mm-hmm. let's be real. Sex toys are not always so appealing to the eye. Like some of our favorite sex toys look like some shit like, what the fuck are you doing on my vagina? What the fuck are you doing on my dick? Like, I love my Hitachi so much, but for a sex toy, like, and there's a reason why it's still my favorite sex toy of all time. 40 years in the gang, and it doesn't matter. I like my plug-in Hitachi than the wireless. And people are like, what? The plug-in Hitachi hits harder than the wireless, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it does. It It hits harder. Like, if you get the original Magic Wand and you put it next to the, okay, the wireless original Magic Wand, one, the aesthetic, they both look the same, but the power punch on them are so different. Not to mention... I want to be able, like, honestly, my dream is to, like, get a bunch of luxury sex toys and just be able to not just hide them in a closet. I want to put them on display for the world to see. Mm -hmm. I want people to understand that, look, sex toys can be beautiful and sexy at the same time of giving you some of the most freakiest, pleasurable memories around. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, at least for me, and it could be because I have a design background. So mm-hmm. for me, it's always been where if I'm going to spend money on something expensive, it needs to not only be functional, but I want it to be beautiful. Mm. And a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of sex toys in the industry, they're useful. They're just not pretty. No. You can't put a flashlight on display and have grandma come over for, you know, some dinner. Okay, you just can't. It's not cute. You got a, a, a mouth and a pussy and a booty hole just sitting there, just chilling, been used, and grandma's gonna fucking have a heart attack because she sees this mouth just like opening its mouth, you know, just wide open for the world with no eyes, no no nose, nothing. It's just the mouth, just. <laughs> <laughs> The booty hole, it might be small, it might be a little tight, it might be wide, it might be gaping. I've seen a gaping fleshlight, and I'm like, what the fuck? Nobody wants to see a rose budding asshole at the dinner table. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Oh, God. No. Even just dildos. I said for the longest time, I wanted to get a dildo, one of the ones that ejaculate, and I've seen like somebody do it where they've used one of the ejaculatory um, dildos and they used it as a soap dispenser. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty genius. But I know I'm going to offend somebody in my household. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's cool as a concept, but like, it would be your luck or at least my luck. Like, if I was to have something like that, my parents would come over and I'd have to figure out where am I going to put this? Exactly. This doorknob of a soap dispenser or this doorknob of a dildo that's not just cute. Like, I want to be able like, if you're not kinky, you just say, oh, that's a nice little centerpiece. And I'll be like, yeah, that's that's actually my vibrator charging. Yeah. Like, I got exactly. a sex date once you leave. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that there are some vibrators out there that are kind of, you know, like the Jimmy Janes. They're starting to get a little bit more creative in their aesthetic. But again, does Jimmy Jane really appeal to black audiences? Right. Do we see ambassadors like us really rocking with Jimmy Jane? No. 
And that's not a shun to them. It's just, unfortunately, when we talk about black sexuality, toys is not really on top of the list. Mm-hmm. And that angers and I, me. And I think it's, it's because it's taboo. And a lot of times people in our community be like, oh, that's white people shit. Mm. White people are doing this. Or why, why do you need to bring... Why do you need to bring a toy in? Like, what is the purpose of this? Let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about the stigma of feeling replaced in the bedroom with the sex toy. Because every time I, I've, you know, I've been around the block a few times. Like, honey, I'm not, I have no shame in my game of numbers. I know I'm in like the 200s at this point in my life. Yes, my bed, my body count was high. Okay. <laughs> I, the full course disclaimer, I was a hoe in college. You know, you get your education on a higher level and then some. You get high, you you jump on some dick. I learned that I was not really appealed to dick through college, okay? I graduated from that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that the dick I have in my life, I'm satisfied with for the rest of my life. You know, but I will... I will dive in the first and last pussy on this earth. I will eat it like it's the last meal on earth. Because vaginas are just beautiful. Dicks, it's like, you know what they look like. Nobody says, give me a dick pic. Okay? (laughs) Nobody says, please flood me with your dick pics. But we all love a good pussy pic. We all love a good titty pic. And I think that's, it's, and that's just like the very, 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 very gay side of me. Um, <laughs> You're right. I just wanted to make that that disclaimer out there. I think it's like, at least for me, it's because the women are so beautiful. Like, oh, oh my God. Women are, so, women are so beautiful. It's it's ridiculous. And the sex. Let's talk about the sex. And again, this it's is so- all going to come into the manner of, you know, incorporating to- toys in the bedroom. Because I've really never had a complaint of a woman... Um, saying no toys in the bedroom mm-hmm. guys it's kind of like i'm the toy i i am the toy in the bedroom like no no you're not because i when you come i still have to wait okay <laughs> when i'm with a woman it's kind of like oh oh you want to try this you want to try that and then you're fucking for like eight nine billion hours and you're like oh shit we we need to have some water we need to yeah. have some food and then go back to it. Like, I don't have to wait for a refractionary period. <laughs> I don't need to wait for you to recharge your battery. I could wait and fuck and eat some pussy while the vibrators are recharging. She may have you- come like three times and the batteries are recharged for me to start penetrating. Right. And usually by then, she's probably already telling you, you know what? We can do something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to shun the men. Listen. Men, you you do your thing, but at the same time, we need to stop this phobia that a sex toy is a replacement and start saying that a sex toy is an enhancement. Exactly. Like, the way I would describe it is your sex toy is your sidekick. Mm. It's your sidekick. (laughs) You're the superhero, your sex toy is a sidekick, and your mission is to give your partner an orgasm. You know what? One of my first dildos... Exactly. I got a I got a confession because you said superhero. Confession that my first dildo ever was called Alfred. I'm obsessed. Wow. Right? Okay, so for everybody who's like, what kind of superhero is named Alfred? Alfred is the butler, ladies and gentlemen, and, and all beings out there, earbuds out there. You know, if you don't watch cartoons, that's that's Batman's butler. And people are like, why did you name your first dildo Albert, you know, Alfred? I'm like, well, first it was a white dildo. Um, and, you know, I love Batman. Batman gets catered by Alfred. So why not? Why not call him Alfred? He's serving a purpose. Yeah. I mean, he, technically, yeah, it works. <laughs> Like, call it weird, but yeah, and Alfred served his purpose until my cunt of an ex decided to put the silicone dildo and the silicone toy together in a bag and, you know, what oh, happens? Yeah. Melted. So so Alfred had to go because he, he um, 
He turned pink. <laughs> he had a he had spotted dick for real. It was oh, spotted no. dick for real. <laughs> and the cunt of an ex never paid for the replacement. See, that's the problem too. <laughs> Again, sex toys are expensive, y'all. It doesn't matter if it was $30. $30 could have been not just a sex toy, but a whole goddamn meal. Okay? $30 is a nice brunch. A semi, <laughs> like, a, like a decent brunch, not a nice brunch. Because, you know, nice brunches cost like hundreds of dollars. But a decent brunch, you could have gotten like a bottomless mimosa for $15 and a pancake for $15. And there you go. Your $30 of sex toys could have been in your belly. <laughs> okay? Shit. 30 and above, it's a lot of money. And we're coming out of a pandemic so if you got broken sex toys because your ex got mad at you or you have a, somebody that's not really knowledgeable like you're not supposed to put your sex toy like if you have silicone and silicone you don't put those things together they fuse they melt okay it doesn't matter how cold your room is you put those things together they will melt okay Absolutely. that's why we have toy cases that's why you wrap them up in the little velvet you know silk type of like bag I have my sex toys separated in certain bags and then I wash them and I leave them out to dry and then they're ready to go for the partner yeah yeah I have okay so I actually store mine in a giant chest oh yes um and they are separated by which this is gonna sound like probably slightly neurotic um so mine are separated by color what yeah, I separate. Okay, so I do this with my closet too. Um, so that's what like, this sounds so neurotic. Sounds uh, very neurotic. Uh, but yeah, I separate them by color. So I have them blocked. They have like, I actually put like little separators inside. So it's blocked where like my stuff that's silver, my rose gold, my gold, and my black are like separate. Can you please take a picture and send that to me? Because that's some that's some goals. I'm very like particular about how I store things. I would have never thought to separate my sex toys at all. I just kind of throw them in and kind of like separate them of, okay, which ones are the go-to for the bedroom? Like I have a nightstand that I have a drawer. So I have the condoms, the sex toys, the lube and whatnot, my go-to things in one. And then if I know like it's just a play date, I have them in the closet in a bag, kind of separated from that. So like the playtime sessions versus like, I'm having sex every day. These are the go-to standards but i gotta see a picture of how you organize that that yeah, i will definitely send you a picture because like okay so the reason why i have them separated is because i pull out what i i pull out things based off of what i'm wearing too mm. so it involves like what my partner is liking or what they like in the sense where i'll ask them like what do you want to feel? What experience do you want to have? How intense do you want this? But also in the sense of me saying, okay, what am I wearing? And I can't wear something that's baby blue and then pull out something that's red. That doesn't that doesn't make sense. So, so I, I'm like, well, I'll go instead to my chest and be like, well, this has rose gold, rose gold accent, so I'm going to wear a rose gold collar because it looks right with it. I can't wear a red collar with baby blue this doesn't this is tacky like and the designer of me just won't let that happen you so. know i like that i like that and bringing it back um how we were saying you know people feeling replaced partners feeling replaced with a sex toy this all comes into the presentation you know when you are having sex i i like to say like i like to present my my sex to be a very nice experience whether it's going to be very like freak nasty like we all want to present you know you go to a dinner party right mm -hmm. you don't want somebody just to like present a dinner like they just slapped that in the microwave and then said here's your dinner party you want a presentation you want nice candles you want you know a row of beverages where you could select and kind of piece it all together with what you're about to put in your mouth don't you want the same for the sex that you're about to have exactly you know you said you'd like to pair it up with a little lingerie so why not i think that's great that you pair sex toys with what you have on 
I would have never thought to do that. Mm-hmm. Like that, and also I even match it down to my heels, but that's. But that's because I do poles. So, like, I have, like, a lot of different colored shoes and heels and all of that. Nita, not to, not to, you know, you know, sound very inappropriate as you as my guest. But, honey, the more you speak on these experiences, I'm like, damn, I need to come down south. Because <laughs> that, yes. I People need to start taking, like, folks, t- earbuds, take notes. Like, present the sex sell the sex exactly like to me it's like okay it's like the difference between going and getting getting a cookie Mm. and you can get a cookie from a gas station you can get a cookie from a convenience store anywhere but is it gonna be the same type of cookie you get at a fresh bakery no Mm -mm. absolutely will not be so you'll be satisfied but you're gonna be like uh it wasn't that great though like it's nothing to write home about but if somebody says you know what I'm gonna go take you to this new bakery. I'm gonna let you pick out the ingredients. You tell me exactly how you want it to taste. What texture do you want it crunchy? Do you want it soft? Do you want it to melt in your mouth? And I'm gonna buy it for you and I wanna watch you. Okay, see, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Listen, so fellas, stop saying that you're feeling replaced. This is someone that is trying to enhance the cookie. Literally. <laughs> we are enhancing the cookie in the bedroom i you know recently i would have never thought that i would be having a partner let me bring the fleshlight like i got him i surprised him with a fleshlight through one of my friends she was doing a giveaway in clubhouse and she's like oh i know her so send the fleshlight her way bring me in your bedroom i was like all right girl let's do it so i have her fleshlight and the first time we used it, it was kind of awkward. The second time we used it, it was during my period days. So it's like, okay, usually as I jokingly say, it, it's, you know, it's a titty and blowjob night. <laughs> the first two nights, like, don't touch me. Let me take care of you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, seeing this man basically let me get on top of him ride his leg as he's getting me off and anybody out there if you know like you know you get so horny and you just want to ride your partner but you know you're like plugged up i was getting off and like imagining that the tampon was his dick meanwhile i know that he was imagining my mouth wrapped around his cock with this fleshlight and I lubed it up so well. Oh no, it wasn't a mouth uh, fleshlight. It was a pussy fleshlight. So I lubed it up very well. So I'm like, you know, talking to him, dirty talking to him, you know, as if like it's my pussy he's fucking. And he came so hard and I just let him lay back, enjoy that orgasm. Meanwhile, I'm getting off by washing the sleeve and the fleshlight itself. I'm looking at the holder. I removed the basin of the holder and I saw so much cum and I was getting off to that. And I don't usually like the sight of cum. Male jizz to me is kind of weird. <laughs> like, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, get it away. But him, he kind of fucked it all up for me. That's why I'm like, I'm usually gay, but for him, I'm straight. I love his cum. He turned me into a cum slut. But... It was just something about like taking care of him with a sex toy versus him taking care of me with a sex toy. You don't really get that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's hot. It's fucking hot. It's fucking it hot. He just texted me. He knows I'm talking about his cum. That's hilarious. <laughs> Motherfuckers about to text me right now. No, I'm not done recording. <laughs> But no, but in all, it's just, you know what I mean, Nita? It's just like, it's something about seeing your partner getting pleasured, not just by, quote unquote, the usual sex of penetration. Relinquishing a partner's or like being in control of your partner's pleasure in different ways or forms using sex toys. It just takes it to a different level. Am I wrong? No. Okay, so here's how I look at it. Sex toys are there to 
enhance your experience, to make it a little more intense, to heighten your senses. It's definitely not there to replace your partner. I mean, unless you're solo and, you know, you need to. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. But it's definitely there to just enhance the overall experience. It's more so like, it's really just there to spice things up. Absolutely. Now, as you said that you were uh, fluid with partners, have you noticed a difference um, when you are with cis men and women versus trans men and women or non-binary folks and how they are receptive to sex toys? Sure. So I've only been with women, men, and somebody that's Mm -hmm. non-binary. But I can say the difference between all three because there, there's a huge difference between all three for me um a partner that was non-binary was really really open mm-hmm. to using any types of toys Ooh. um which was interesting to me but they were they're pretty much like well i guess it's because they viewed it as like it's not they didn't feel limited so they were just kind of like hey use whatever while some of my female, or my more so my women um, partners would be like, they, they differ too. Because some are okay with something that looks phallic while some aren't. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Um, while having a male partner took them a lot longer to feel comfortable with the idea of bringing sex toys into any type of like scene or just into the bedroom in general. Not just be, not just alone with it being used on me, but even being used on them. Now, would you say it's because of the fact that um, with cis men, when they think sex toys, they think it, it's only involving pegging. Like it's only anal play that a sex toy can go. Yeah, I think that's the that's one of the main problems is that, I mean, unless they're like not into anal, you know, which some are completely just like absolutely not right Um, and again you know fleshlights it's not like they really beg their partner to bring those into the bedroom because it's mostly like well that's my time that's my toy when I'm by myself because I have the real deal in front of me right absolutely so for I think for a lot of them at least when you're talking about a toy bringing a toy in and saying, hey, I want to use this on you. Sometimes you have to explain to them where you're like, it's for us to use it together. So if I'm using it on you, technically it's going to be like, you're you're pretty much fucking me, but I'm going to put the vibrator here. You're more than likely going to feel this. It's going to feel good for both of us. It's not me inserting anything into you or penetrating you with anything if you're successful, you're not comfortable. That's the thing, too. you got to make your partners feel comfortable and secure because, again, as I've been saying before, you know, not every sex toy is meant for every body, for every orifice that you have. Like, not every partner likes to be penetrated. Not every partner likes vibrations. So you have to kind of, like... You you almost have to, like, communicate and kind of do, like, a test run. As I like to say, you you might want to do a test run with your partner to see what works for them, especially for partners who are like, I've never really used a sex toy, but I feel comfortable enough to experiment with you on a sex with sex toys. Exactly. Exactly. I think I think oftentimes for men, because sometimes they can feel like if you're bringing a toy in, it's replacing them or they don't feel like they're being they're adequate enough for you. And you would have to explain to them, like, no, like, it's it's really just you wanting to make this even more intense for the both of us. Absolutely. And I want you to feel more comfortable with the idea of thinking of this as this is here to help you. They are assisting you. They're not here to take away from it at all. You're still the main character. And not to mention, it's like, as we said before, you know, the difference between a um, vulva owner versus a penis owner when you're having sex with them, it's like, you still have to wait for your partner to come, for the man to come, and then he has to reset. You're not going to always get the guy who can, you know, the porn star dick, per se, as they like to say, the porn star dick that just keeps coming and coming and coming and coming, and he'll still fuck you even after he comes. 
Right. You're not always going to get that partner. And so it's kind of like, it's fun to incorporate edging into the bedroom, especially with the male partners, because I, I get off on that. I love to see my partner edge and let me come or make me come. And then upon seeing me come and not always just like coming together, because again, once you come, that's it. You still got to wait. You know, you might give a little tease, but it's like there's something about, you know, seeing that look in their eye and seeing how their body responds, like wanting to come. But you're kind of like, no, you you're not going to come yet. Yeah, you know? you're just like, it's one of those moments where it's like, that turns me on so much. Oof. Like, especially when it's like, especially if my partner is dominant more so outside of the bedroom, because it's like, no, I own you right now. Yes. Like, your orgasm is mine. And you I love that. I tell you to. I, like, I love being told to come. Like, uh, it's just... Uh, it's magical. <laughs> it, it truly is. It's like, again, it brings it back to what we were saying. You know, words are powerful. Words are sexy. Fuck with my mind first before penetrating my body. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, I, I, can't even, I can't even get into anything with someone until they mind fuck me. 1,000%. Like, 1,000%. You just have to. And like... Again, dirty talking is a is a form of mind fucking. Mm-hmm. Dirty, like we said, your mouth is a toy. Your mouth is a tool of pleasure. You don't have to just give fellatio or give cunnilingus to give pleasure. Exactly. Like, I think this is one of those moments where I was like, I enjoy being such an audiophile. Mm. Um And the reason why is because it's like voices just turn me on, whether it's like it depends like their cadence, their pitch, how they're saying something, the diction of it. But like if you just have your headphones on, get your partner to like make erotic ASMR for you and say some of the nastiest shit to you in like the hottest way possible. You have your headphones on and you're going to come like (laughs) you're going to get out. <laughs> I want you to just put it right just right there mm. Mm. oh yeah mm. just 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 come here I just want to show you something real nice that's why I laugh when people say I turn them on in traffic I'm a traffic reporter for the radio and no matter how hard I try to make an accident sound so bad <laughs> Somebody always messages me and say, damn, girl, that that last report, though, made me want to pull over and get into a cigarette crash. I'm like, oh, no, no, I don't want you to die. <laughs> cigarette crashes are bad. That leads to fatality. OK, no, I want you still on this earth. Enjoy my reports. Don't so, swerve. So, so what you're saying is your voice has people ready to be like 30, 40 minutes like, <laughs> let, me, let me take the long route so I can hear you longer. Listen, listen, Nita. You you said that you already take you know a little toy with you to work. I'm just saying there are times. I think I have reported traffic in your area, so I'm just saying I'm not gonna let you know when I'm gonna be on the station. Okay, <laughs> I don't want you swerving and driving. Mm-mm, you are focused on that road. Focus on the <laughs> damn road. You know, earlier we were talking about sex toys, you know, breaking. And I just have to make this clear. And maybe somebody out there can help us. Can we get some, like, a guaranteed sex toy insurance policy added to my apartment house insurance that you make us buy? (laughs) Somebody make it happen, please. Because nothing is... What were you going to say, Nita? I mean, like, they need to. They need to. Because sex toys are so expensive. So, like, if something was to happen to all of the stuff that I bought, the amount of money that I've spent on everything that I don't, I cry. I will genuinely cry. I cry for my friends who get their sex toys stolen. First of all, first of all, I have a girlfriend, and um, 
because I'm poly and polyamorous and one of my polyamorous girlfriends had their sex toys including very expensive sex rope and she's she's gonna laugh at this and I'm just thinking to myself girl how are you so calm that your sex toys got stolen out of your car like that's a lot of good sex toys your Hitachi <laughs> your rope I think she said a flogger or two was stolen like all her like BDSM stuff just stolen and I'm and then I'm thinking damn the theft the thief with that was that desperate to steal you sex toys don't you want something new and shiny to splurge on your own and sploosh on your own I mean you would think but I mean <laughs> <laughs> like I want to know did the person this is my thing too. You can't go to a sex store and trade in a, a sex toy, okay? You can't go into a pawn shop and pawn off sex toys. So what the fuck did they do with the sex toys? I don't think you want to know. I think we don't want to know. We don't want to know. We don't want to know. I'm just saying, like when I hear people getting their sex toys stolen out of cars, first of all, why are you leaving sex toys in your car? When I go home, and if I'm on a sex date, I take everything with me and I take it out of the car. No matter how cum drunk I am, no matter how hard, like tired my arms are, I don't care how heavy the bag is. I'm dragging that motherfucker in before I go to sleep. Because <laughs> I'll be damned if my sex toys got stolen and I can't claim it on a police report. <laughs> okay? I can't claim my $100 fucking... Hitachi magic wand on a police report. Like, ma'am, was there anything stolen from the car? Yes, my Hitachi, sir. The thing that makes me come every night. That is my security blanket. <laughs> you have me fucked up. What do you mean I cannot claim that as a, as a stolen item? Give me the fucking money for that shit. <laughs> got me fucked up and if there is if you live in a state that lets you claim sex toys as being stolen or damaged if through insurance i need you to tell me where the fuck kind of insurance are you getting this from because i don't see that labeled on all state and and fucking uh farmers <laughs> i bet you aflac doesn't do that either aflac like seriously <laughs> mercury got that shit come on now tell somebody Please, can we have sex toy insurance? <laughs> have you ever had a breakup where you had to basically split your sex toys into in the, the like breakup? I have been very lucky in the sense that I had not had to do that. Um, <laughs> very, very lucky. I think I think what hurt me more about the breakup was that I was like, I'm gonna miss your stroke so much. Oh, Oof. so so much more more so than me having to like split the sex toys like because after that I'm like I don't want it because I'll have too many memories attached to it so it's like <laughs> so what'd you do did you have like a burning ceremony you're like oh no this this is going up to the heavens if mm -hmm. I can't have it no one can no I I genuinely I genuinely like look at my exes like you can have it you can have it because <laughs> I, I don't have too many memories attached to that I'm like no keep it just keep it. I want to part nicely or as nicely as I possibly can. But it's like, I'm going to miss your stroke or I'm going to miss your mouth. Mm. Mm. <laughs> what What are some of your top toys right now? Like if we're so, walking through Nita's, you know, very organized, color coordinated toy box, <laughs> what toys are we going to find as the top? So my top was always going to be a Hitachi one because that's like old faithful. And <laughs> I like just control the speeds and it changed the vibration pattern. So I'm always going to love that. Um, number two was always going to be a flicker. And mm. that's and that's because that is that is magical. And you will, at least for uh, your listeners who enjoy their clitoris being uh, if they like a lot of sensory for that. Um, oh, oh, Nita. I, I had a, I used to have one and um, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you'll you'll probably need to change like your bed sheets after. See, um, I would I used to be greedy with it, so I would put my Hitachi wand and the flicker and douse that motherfucker with lube. <laughs> So it can feel like a real mouth was just giving me all their juices on top of my juices. And then, you know, I just spray myself with my cum. And I, I still don't understand how you're walking. I don't. Like, I, I really don't. It have. probably explains why I have a very sensitive clip right now. <laughs> okay, like my my pussy gets wet, but I feel like it hasn't. It's not as wetter as it used to be, and I don't know if that's age. I don't know if maybe it has to do with my greediness for vibrations. But <laughs> it's like after a certain point, you can't touch my my clit with anything because of how sensitive it is. And I learned to love lube because you know spitting in the pussy is not always cute. People have very sensitive pussies. I have a very sensitive vagina. Um, and you just gotta, you know, I like to, I like it wet and messy. I like hmm. it wet and wet and messy. So maybe I, I burnt out my clit. And maybe I burnt out the 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 fucking floodgate. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think for me, because I'll be 32 in December. Oh. So- yeah, yeah. We're the same age. Well, I'm about to be 33 in March, but we, hey now, 32. <laughs> hey. So I think for for myself, um, I get wetter and I get hornier now than I did in my 20s. I mean, that's not to say I don't still use lube. I use lube for everything mm-hmm. and I, everybody, <laughs> So please use Lou. Um, Would you say you get wetter more from the toys or the actual person? Or has it like changed as you evolve? Like, you know, there's some there's a point of a person's life where they're like, I never used toys until this time. And when I did, it's made me wetter or it was vice versa. Like toys and myself or other people got me wetter. But now so not so much like what where was that like switch on and off for you? So for me, it wasn't necessarily the person of leaving with anybody or even the toy itself. I think it was just more me becoming more comfortable with my body and who I am and what I like and being able to say, I don't have those type of hangups to where I'm not in my head. A lot of a lot of the times when I was in my twenties, I had a little bit of body insecurities or this that, and the other, and it takes away from being in the moment. So you're more in your head than you are physically enjoying what's going on in the moment. And now that I'm more comfortable with myself, it's one of those where I'm like, I have no hangups now. So honestly, it's like I get turned on at the drop of a dot. Yes. (laughs) And I get wetter and I'm like, no, I can keep going and going and going now. I love it. When you're getting, you know, with your clientele and they're talking, do you have couples or even just solo individuals that, you know, as we were talking about earlier, feeling replaced or maybe they have like a sexual hang up when it comes to toy use? Like, what do you offer um, your clients out there who may be first time toy users with a partner, but they're toy aficionados with themselves or just, you know, dealing with you know, people who really have never done sex toys because they feel like it should be my the partner's job to tend to the pleasuring. So luckily I haven't had too many clients who have had too many hangups in that kind of way or any, um, what's a good word for how I want to say this? Any uh, hesitations mm-hmm. about that. Um, but what I would advise to that is to realize like sex toys are here to help you. It's to enhance. It's not to take away. And while it can somewhat be your partner, it, it's kind of like your, yeah, it's your partner's job to make sure they you're pleasured, but also it's part of your job to also tell them. One thousand. Oh. And so you can't really, you can't really rely or p- solely put your pleasure onto your partner's shoulders like that. Like you have to tell them what you like 
in how you like something or what sensation you want to feel or just what feeling do you want to feel? What fantasies do you have? And then give them the opportunity to fulfill that. But you definitely can't say, hey, it's just their job. 1000%. And I don't care if it's a fuck ship or if it's a relationship, a one night stand. If you and I are exchanging pleasure, okay? You need to like verbalize to me what you want out of this experience. Like I had a terrible experience with this guy one time who basically was a fuck boy. Not basically. He was a fuck boy. He really was a fuck boy. He thought he had it like that. He he did the whole like, well, I'm kinky. You look kinky. Like, how do you get down? And if we do get down, like, will you bring toys? And I'm like, well, yeah, I, I love toys. Like, th that's not kinky. That's just kind of a necessity. You know, because if you suck, I still got to get myself off one way or another. <laughs> you know? And so... He he paid for my Uber to get down there. I show up at his hotel room. I bring toys because he told me to bring sex toys. I thought I brought a mild case of toys, okay? I brought the Hitachi. I brought this Shibari wrap type of um, uh, harness. It's not a harness, but you can use it as a harness. It's just basically a Shibari style silk wrap that has little bits of frayed uh, leather that you can use to kind of like mildly whip somebody and you can use it I've used it as a makeshift strap on for women mm. and it was great it's a great toy if you know what to do with it so I brought that over I brought this uh, thing called the G-Spot lollipop because I didn't necessarily have gloves so the g-spot lollipop is a tool where it looks like a lollipop and i put it in my pussy and either i can hold on to it to kind of get myself a g-spot orgasm or the you know the giver can take the reins and, and do it lightly because i don't want them to uh do it but yes it's crazy it's good stuff you know it was great it's good it's a good fun toy to use Shout out to G-Spot Lollipop. And so I brought it out. I laid out the toys. And this fuck boy was like, oh, no, we, we, we good off of that. And I'm like, but you told me to bring toys. And he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm good. Like, you'll, you'll be good with what I got. Ultimate fuck boy type of response. Yeah, no. So <laughs> in the sex, honey, it was two minutes. Ooh. Two minute Ooh. sex, and he tried to make it seem like, oh, uh, that was great. You you got bomb. I I was like, yeah, motherfucker. I know I got bomb pussy, but I didn't come. <laughs> what what the fuck kind of disappointment was this? And I was like, so you are gonna pay for my ride home because I just wasted a thirty minute drive for two minutes of pleasure. Pleasure on your behalf, not on my behalf. Ooh, okay, so, <laughs> so I, I mean, the only thing I can say to that is here the way I would advise anyone like how to avoid your well, I could have had a V eight moment. Um, <laughs> Listen, is, is to one uh, at least for a lot of the heterosexual guys out there, um, figure out what exactly how do you define kinky because a lot of men or a lot of heterosexual men are very vanilla and there's nothing wrong with being vanilla not at all, at all. not at all like by all means if you're vanilla that's totally cool but you can't tell someone that you're you're kinky or you're a freak or you want somebody that is freaky and then they pull out all the stops for you and you're just like no this is too much because what one thing one thing might be freaky to you and that might just be a regular Wednesday or a Friday night for somebody else. Thank you. <laughs> so you you can't go out here and say thinking that, oh, just handcuffing somebody, hitting them from the back and then pulling the hair. But that might be kinky to you, but to your next partner, they're gonna be like, oh, 
okay, this is like watching paint dry to me. I do this all. <laughs> That's like, it's like, a nece- it's necessary to pull me. It's necessary to choke me, though I'm very particular who touches my hair and who chokes me. Because one, I, I really don't have hair. So you're not about to just grab my little bald fade in just any place and expect me to to come. <laughs> okay, you're going to get a slap. To whatever body part you own you're gonna get a bite and it's not gonna be sexy either be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like you can i need people to to understand like you gotta communicate as we've been saying you gotta communicate levels of kink and freakdom exactly it's, it's levels to this shit you can't like, so being gagged might be like freaking you. And somebody else is like, no, I want you to not only to gag me, I want you to like, after that, I want you to choke me. And then I want you to slap me. And then I want you to call me a nasty bitch. And then if you're not into that, you're, you're going to be like running for the hills from them. And they're going to be like, but you told me you were freaking. Mm. And you, you never know me- what's going to be triggering to somebody. Because again, a sex toy can be triggering. Mm-hmm. A sex toy can be triggering to people's trauma. Yes, it can be pleasurable, but if somebody was sexually assaulted through penetration, they might not want to participate in any form of penetration because of what happened to them, regardless if it's a fake dildo or not. Mm-hmm. I've had partners, you know, they did not want to be touched. You know, there there are people who don't want to be touched, but want to give and receive pleasure in other ways and forms. Exactly. And I think that's, I think that's the thing that people sometimes overlook is the fact that it's like, one, not all sex toys are created equal. Not mm. everybody's going to the same thing. Um, and also you can, there are some people where, they might be slow to the idea of you bringing the sex toy in. So you have to really start small. So you might need a small, with like a bullet and they're okay with that versus you bringing out a wand or a thruster or one of the, as they call the buck machine. Um, so like, <laughs> so you can't bring that on just anybody. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Let me tell you, I love a good fuck machine. So suit and tie has made me has made a sex toy uh, made a fuck machine early on in our fuck ship and I thought it was wonderful then when um, it was slightly better to come out of quarantine and go to a, a, a COVID tested screened party one the hostess brought out a fuck machine and she knows me at these sex parties I do not get naked in front of just anybody Okay, most of the time I'm just there spectating, but I saw the actual fuck machine and I had to try it. I had to get fucked by this machine (laughs) and my partners all looked at me because my poly partners were all there and they looked at me and they're like, are you sure you want to do this? The hostess was like, are you sure you want to do this? Because you never just get naked and, and do things in front of everybody at the party. I was like. Listen, a bitch was in quarantine and we've all de- been deprived. Let yes, we're we're going the distance this time. I took a hit of weed and I got fucked by this machine. To an oblivion. Had to lay down trash bags and splat mats. Because honey, it was pouring. Okay? You would have thought I was not getting any action to my vagina this entire quarantine by the way I came off of this machine <laughs> twice cause she did two parties and I went for it back to back I was like alright come on bring, bring it on let's do it again passed out the second time <laughs> that's a good sex toy okay so yeah not every sex toy is meant for everybody I know if somebody else had taken the reins off this they would have been like what the fuck, Sav? Like, you fucked this? You let this machine fuck you? But I thought it came out my mouth. It was wonderful. It's great to feel liberated by a toy. But not all toys are for everybody. Mm-hmm. Not that every is- size is going to satisfy. Exactly. Which you should put on a shirt. 
Mm, I am gonna. You know what? Listen, if I see any earbuds walking around with this quote and did not quote me on it, I'm sending cease and desist letters. I need to get paid and trademark that shit. I'm gonna put double disclaimer on that, motherfuckers. You better not. <laughs> I'm gonna make it happen. I'm a cease and desist, y'all. That is my slogan. You heard it first here on Sapphire's Earplay. Not every size is going to satisfy. Period. Thank you, Nita, for that. Thank you, girl. (laughs) As we wrap up, because I feel like we definitely, I think earbuds tonight, I think you guys should have listened very full-heartedly and just understand that Again, sex toys are great to bring into the bedroom, but you got to communicate of what you want to make your sex toy experience memorable and pleasurable on all levels. Fellas, get out of your head that you're going to be replaced. Your partner is obviously with you for a legit reason. And if they're not with you for a legit reason, you need to communicate that. There's other things you got to communicate because not all sex is good sex. Am I wrong for that, Nita? Not at all. Not, not at all. <laughs> like, not like I hate when people say, oh, you know, I got that toxic partner, but the sex be so good. I don't want toxic sex in my life. No, like, it, it's it's one of those where it's like it's good. Sex has levels to it, too. Like sex has levels to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm at that point now and it could just be age. But it's like I don't need sex that makes me want to brick your windshield. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. Unless if I'm, we're actually yeah. having car sex. That's all. That's totally different. <laughs> yeah, that's a totally different thing. That's totally different. But yeah, don't make me fucking go crazy because you gave me some bomb sex and then the next day you're going to go fuck my friend and we didn't even know, negotiate that. Like, what the fuck? You're toxic. I don't want your toxic juices leaving or being on my person on my body inside my I don't want to swallow your toxic sperm I don't want to swallow and taste and and devour your toxic pussy I don't want that (laughs) I don't want the toxicity in my body keep it away and if you are if you got a a toxic dildo I don't want that in my pussy (laughs) get that toxic plastic you know phallic thing away I don't want it (laughs) I don't want it (laughs) they said no scrubs we needed to say no toxic shit no toxic sex (laughs) should have been no toxic sex that's what it should have been called because yes a scrub cool but no we don't need the talk get the toxic out of your body completely we don't like it when we're hungover. So why are you going to give yourself a sex hangover? Because why? The dick was big. The pussy was juicy. But the person attached to it is so toxic. You don't even want to bring them around your friends. Mm-hmm. Like we all have those. We all had our secret sex partners. Oh, the, t- the dick and the pussy was great. The sex was bomb. But damn, that's a toxic ass in- individual. If you can't bring them to grandma... Or bring them to the cookout. Bring them to the friend, you know, little Kiki. They're toxic. They're toxic. I like. I like to think of it like if I, if all I can do is is either be bent in different positions or bend you in different positions, but I can't talk to you outside of this. We probably don't need to be messing with each other. One thousand percent. Because to me, sex is not just underneath the covers. Sex can be out in public. I, I should be able to just look at you and just want to fuck you in public. Okay, we can be at brunch and I know I'm not supposed to like, you know, rub your dick or, you know, touch your coochie in public, rub on your tits, squeeze them, but I want to. I'm like secretly having sex with you at brunch and you don't even know it. <laughs> and then you come home, we come home from brunch, probably drunk off our asses off those mimosas and you're like, damn, you were looking at me like you wanted to fuck me during brunch, didn't, weren't you? And I'll be like, absolutely, yes. I was mm-hmm. trying to hint you to come to the bathroom. <laughs> trying to get it in while on the dance floor. What are you talking about? If I don't want to fuck you in public, honey, that's toxic. 
if I don't want to fuck you at the family reunion and I brought you as the date, that's toxic. I don't want it. We don't want it. Years about to be over. We don't need any more toxic things in our lives. And a sex toy shouldn't be toxic and neither should the person attached giving and receiving that pleasure be toxic. Absolutely. Mm-mm-mm. Well, Nita, it has been a pleasure. Is there anything that you want the earbuds to take away from this? Where can they get in touch with you? Do you have any specials going on? Like, give us one final plug. Sure. So you can find me on Instagram at luxmeo.com. Oh, just luxmeo. <laughs> uh, want to find us on the website, it's luxmeo.com. Um, also, if you guys know bondish queen uh, Tana, uh, she's our brand ambassador. And right now we're having a sale for 10% off of uh, the cuffs and collars. So if you use Bondage Queen Tana or just Queen Tana as your code, and that's Q-U-E-E-N-E-A-N-A, you can get 10% off. And we're going to put this in the description of the episode so y'all can get the website, follow her on Instagram, and of course, get your 10% off. Because I'm looking at these cuffs and I'm like... Yes, girl, I, I'm going to need these made to order indeed. I don't know which ones, but I'm, I might have to take all of them because they just look very fashionable. And for $49.99, come on now. Right. Come and on now. Very soon, uh, we'll be dropping the silver ones too. We're kind of waiting Ooh. on getting that for Christmas. So just so you guys know, heads up, follow us. Make sure you're following us so when we get ready for that, if you guys decide you want to, you know, cuff somebody very special, you know, for Christmas or make them your present under the Christmas tree this year. Um, <laughs> well, it is cuffing season. We are in cuffing season. season. Yes, it is cuffing season. So, you know, that way we can get you right and ready for that. There we go. Well, Nita, it's been a pleasure. Earbuds, I told y'all, it's the return of the orgasms. So the fun has not started, it stopped, it just started. We just began. This is just the first episode of a nice, long, pleasurable month. Um, our next guest, I'm ex- I'm very excited. Um, they're at Polyamory Dating Advice. It's Austin and um, Olive. They're a polyamorous married couple. And we're going to talk about compersion conver- versus jealousy. So anybody out there in the polyamorous community, you always have to defend that title of, you know, people asking us, how do you not get jealous or what is this word compersion? We're going to get down and dirty about it. Okay. So come one, come all next Sunday. The orgasms continue with polyamory dating advice. Olive in Austin. It's going to be great. Nita, I can't even thank you enough, girl. I got to have you back on. Well, oh, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to being back. Yes. I'm so glad the internet has just brought us together because really it's just, I love individuals like you who are doing good work, especially work for our black brothers and sisters. Like this is what it's all about. Having fun and educating under the word sexuality. That's what it's all about. All right, earbuds. Thank you so much. And remember that safe sex is the best hot sex till next week. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, all podcasts.